0: There's a place. Out where the fake news is muffled.
1: past the point. Where politicians get silent. Where facts don't care about your feelings. Where PC is DOA. This is that place. Welcome to the last stop on the right. As Sargon of Akkad (laughs) said to Whistler's mother when they discovered the headwaters of the Nile. Well... The last pod is the best pod, yo. <laughs> That's an adventure I think we'd all like to have been on. Sure, well, you know, I'd go. When I say the historical record is littered with references to the last pod on the right, <laughs> I do mean littered. Littered. I mean the littered part anyway. Welcome. It is the last pod on the right here at laststopontheright.com and KLRN Radio, America's podcast network. Yep. I am Ben Crystal. I am Mike Abel. And we have got a lot of cool stuff in store for you, and some not-so-cool stuff in store for you. Well, of course. Before we get into things, real quick, I want to mention uh, a lot of love to my boy, uh, Jones Street Posse Original. Yep. An OG himself, Pat Reed, stepping in last week. Because Mikey was out. we Homeboy brought the lumber last week. You know, you get some pros in here from time to time. You notice they only stay for one week, though. What, they're like, yeah, like, oh, that man. was fun.
0: Forget this. I'm out of
1: here. I, dude, I don't know what's going on with me this week. I, 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 for those of you who are just tuning in here to the last pot on the right, you're noticing that I sound even more, like, gravelly than usual. Yes. I feel absolutely fine, but it's uh, my doctor has informed me that, yes, you can develop allergies later in life. I'm like, oh, <laughs> thrilling! Wonderful! Yay! Can I'm I call? S- can I call you Snots? <laughs>
0: snots.
1: You can call me Snot Boy. Mind everybody that if we missed something, or if you have something that you think that we did get to that's worthy of, of I don't know, better thoughts than we brought to the table. <laughs> I'm to remind you, you can jump on us on social media uh, at Last Stop OTR on Twitter. Yep. And uh, there is a Last Stop on the right. Facebook group. Uh, Feel free to message us. You know, we have email. You can go through the site, laststopontheright.com, and there's buttons. You click them, and you're like, email Ben, email Mike, email the show. Right. But you know what? It's fine. If you guys just want to do it on social media, I'm totally cool with that. You can message us through the site. You can also find our personal uh, Facebook accounts through the Facebook group. So throw out some love to Denny and Linda. Always, uh, they've always got some thoughts about uh, the current political milieu. And of course, the hog. Uh, oh, he is, dude, he is he is practically waiting for you in the alley, uh, football and, wise.
0: And the Vikings play the Packers week
1: two. Because homeboy is a big old Packer Packer. We too. And, uh, the, he did acknowledge this week that uh, the Vikes look pretty good. So. And I actually thought he was giving them too much credit because y'all are. Going into the season with Kirk Cousins, I up know
0: our defense is phenomenal. You got some uh, good skill position
1: players. We're going to talk football a little bit later on. I don't want to okay. get too sidetracked right. on on football. I just wanted to mention that uh, that uh, the Hog has been has been shining up his knuckles, get ready for you. <laughs> so we can get into that a little bit later on, yes, so sir. we can get into it here. Tell us what is in the dumpster for this week on the last pod on the right. Well, we have the
0: perfect storm of stupid. <laughs> Like As opposed that?
1: to every other day, It's <laughs>
0: yeah, even worse, you know. <laughs> uh, global global warming. War- <laughs> Let's see, easy for me to say.
1: You know, if you read these things I before the show this. starts, it might I actually get you this. might get somewhere with them. Global but, warmest. Welcome, Hurricane Dorian. Yeah, they. Uh, it's a little too excited about it. I'm, uh, I'm know, not comfortable it's... with that. <laughs> we'll get. We'll, we'll, that's going to lead off though, because we got to uh, talk about uh, it. Well, Comey is in the crosshairs,
0: but Yo, Jim gonna get a beating.
1: He just took one. Well, he
0: took one. He I might have another one. It, yeah,
1: it may. There may be more in store for Big Jim over at uh, the F, former FBI director. Our,
0: our always favorite gal Kada. They are getting busy.
1: They had a they had a st- an extra stupid week this it's,
0: week. I mean, the r- a rough week for the wokest of the woke. Yeah. Campaign fail. It's a rough week for the uh, Democrats 2020 clown car riders.
1: On the campaign fail. See what we did there? I it's like, like a little play on words. I like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, right where we are, Georgia on our minds. Yay. Senator Isaacson stepping down.
1: Yeah, and that's, oh, talk about, a, you mentioned earlier with Hurricane Dory and a perfect storm of stupid. If you think that's stupid, <laughs> Isaac stick, Isaacson stepping down is going to unleash a tornado of dumb. Yep. Then, yay, Georgie,
0: yay. <laughs> of course, we've Woo. got a bunch of other crap that just didn't rate its own header.
1: Yeah, there's, and, and not all of it we're going to get to, because we no. got to leave some time for the football. Uh, all right, Hurricane Dorian. So, you know, you're a weather nerd. You freak out about, I, like, I oh, am. my God, there's going to be a thunderstorm. We're all going to die. Fine. Uh, so what's the—because we're sitting in— the last pod on the right is recorded live in front of a studio audience of dogs in uh, <laughs> yeah. in Savannah, Georgia. So earlier this week, uh, you know, and f- social media being what it is, uh, all the locals around here. Oh, my God. If you're watching this, we're all going to die. And they, everybody does that all the time. What is the latest on Hurricane Dorian?
0: Uh, you know, it looks like uh, Category 4. So it's gonna be a, a a pretty bad storm. Category eleven five. Uh somewhere between like Cape Canaveral and West Palm. Oh. Well. S- s- southern Florida. But then once it comes in, it's gonna virtually stop or go very slow
1: so it will suck in florida for a week for a or week two or and, three and, and or whatever gonna, and then you know and, well, and then for us it'll send a bunch of moisture go here out in the gulf and then wallop louisiana no nope,
0: actually gonna come our direction well they it's never gonna, they but it's say gonna rain they say that though
1: because it's going over they florida. say that though right i mean they're like oh here's them and you look at these projection maps that they have and it's just when you look at the uh like all the different weather people's projected the, the, track. The, the and it spaghetti. looks like a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> the spaghetti. like None of you people really? It's like, well, we know it's in the east and it's going to go to the west. Other than that, we really can't give you much it, more than that.
0: It did inspire me to
1: have spaghetti live. Of course, cue the global warmists because oh, yeah. nothing nothing excites a global warmest like a, a potentially killer sort of like, oh look, it vindicates us. No, it doesn't.
0: I, well, and the fact that it's headed, like, towards Mar-a-Lago. Well, and that's 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 pretty
1: messed up. Actually, I wanted to talk about that specifically, because they're all oh, yeah. the global warmists, all the Democrats. Not only do they feel like every hurricane vindicates them, like there weren't hurricanes before they invented global warming. Right. Uh, but they're actually excited about this one because it might hit Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> which, as we know, is the president of the United States, Donald Trump's, you know, he that's his favorite property of the right. ones that he he likes to hang out his there. His retreats. Well, you know, he's got a club down there, and there's a bunch of rich guys, and they play golf and sit around and you know clap each other on the back and whatever they do. Right. I mean, it's a nice, it's a very nice place. I'm sure. He also owns Doral, which is further south, but still in that same general area, and they're actually happy. I mean, these are people. I mean, you had leading left wing commentators, oh, but the former prime minister of Canada. Openly saying, I hope this thing makes a direct hit on Mar-a-Lago. I hope it wipes it off the map. It would serve the president right if Mar-a-Lago took one right in the pants from Hurricane Dorian. And I'm sitting there going, putting aside the fact that Global warming and hurricanes are not related. You've never been able... They've never successfully proven it. They no, never yeah, have. We've. It's just they've got some anecdotal... Evidence, oh, global warming makes hurricanes. Well, you know, no. we had hurricanes before global warming, so try again. They're, uh, uh, imagine hating one dude so much... That you'd be like, you know, totes cool with whacking a cup. I mean, there's 10 million people in South Florida.
0: Well, we could sacrifice a few. Yeah, uh, screw them because at at
1: least we wrecked Trump's hat. Trump's not even there. No. Let me point out to you dummies, if you're a global warmest and you've tuned into the last pot on the right is like on a dare or something. I don't know. You lost a a bet. Now you're going to listen to this. You know, if you're in any way... Like, even kind of sparky about the idea that Hurricane Dorian could level you know West Palm Beach, mar a Lago or whatever. We point out to you that there are 10 million people not named Trump who also who live down there, work down there, have interest down there really? and uh, and and they would probably prefer it to not. right. Also, Trump is the President of the United States. I'm quite confident that the Secret Service, no matter what he says, are not gonna let him be in Mar-a-Lago if Hurricane Dorian shows up there. Right. And on top of that, I'm quite certain it's well insured. So after all the other people that live in that area get absolutely devastated by the storm that you're just out there cheering for because you hate one guy that much, he will be he won't even be there while they rebuild it to spec. Yep. You know, and then all the other people that just lose. It's like, you know, your house was destroyed. Oh, well, you know, you can rebuild it because you got insurance. Yeah, but it's still your home. Right, and unlike right. a guy like Trump, they don't have, a lot of these people don't have somewhere else to go. I don't know about you, but I don't have, I'm not Bernie Sanders.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't have a
1: backup house and a backup backup house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be the equivalent of saying, I hope it turns to the north at the last minute and turns Martha's Vineyard into, uh, you know, a swamp.
0: <laughs> into a grape jelly plant.
1: Well, you know, because what's his <laughs> face? Uh, Obama, was his face? Obama. Obama just bought a $15 million estate on, on Martha's yep, Vineyard. Yep. So, you know, there are, oh, the sea levels are going to rise within 10 years. We're all going to die. That's all out the window because I'm like, well, you're, you're sainted berry. Just put himself right in the... I mean, if global warming is going to cause the sea levels to rise and everything's going to be inundated, we're all going to be underwater, then, you know, you would think...
0: He's first on the list. You would think
1: somebody would have mentioned to him. Yeah. But imagine if like, if there was a a hurricane bearing down on Martha's Vineyard. It's like a class 11-12 or whatever. It's like, oh my God, it's got seven quadrillion mile an hour winds and it's literally just going to sandblast Martha's Vineyard. Right. I mean, every structure on the island will be gone. The island itself will be gone. I mean, it, it, because, and if I'm sitting there going like, yay, because Obama lives there right? sometimes, right. that makes me a terrible person because he's not the only guy there.
0: Right, right. And
1: even if he was the only guy there, you know, it's pretty twisted to hate somebody that much. Mm-hmm. I, when we, I'm trying to think of somebody who's just universally hated, Osama bin Laden.
0: Right, right.
1: When we caught up to bin Laden, he was in Abbottabad, Pakistan. We didn't nuke all of northern Pakistan to take him out. You know, it wasn't like, well, we have other people. That, there there are quite a few people that live in northern Pakistan. We did not kill them all to get one guy.
0: No.
1: You know, and when you say, I hate Trump so much, I hope Hurricane Dorian wipes out Mar-a-Lago. You're taking the attitude that, well, you know, so, you know, five, ten million people.
0: Yeah, screw it. All to- of South Florida. totally,
1: Totes worth it because, you know, we got Trump. Right. Who, of course, won't even be there. Won't be there. And will not suffer that much. But then, you know, these people, they cheered David Koch's death. They thought that oh, yeah. was awesome. Really? Like, how twisted have you become? What Hurricane Dorian has give us, given us an opportunity to examine, to observe, more than the usual that global warmism is just a goofy-ass cult, is that these people really, really... Well, you can talk about hate. Because, you know, they got their little signs. Oh, hate has no home here that they put out in front of their I hate Trump houses. Right. And they're always talking about, oh, the, the right with all the hate and the hatred and the hate groups and hatey, hatey, hate, hate. I'm like, I don't see anybody on the right going, I hope an earthquake swallows up California. Stand. Although. That, is that possible? If an earthquake were to separate stand from America, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a minor property damage. We'd just, like, push it out there. Push it out. You, yep. you know, you guys can be your own country now. Have and fun that, with that. And that would be mainly the bad parts of California. But, you know, we joke about stuff like that, but these people are bloody serious. Yep. You're sitting there going, I hope that a Class 4 hurricane devastates South Florida because it will inconvenience, you know, Orange Man bad. I mean, you're, a, you're, you're not healthy weird. in the head if you think that way to begin. And imagine what they're teaching the kids. You know, imagine if you're like a kid in high school or college. You know, colleges have become such a dumpster fire right. of, of anti-intellectual liberalism. Well, liberalism, by definition, is anti-intellectual. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you got your professors out there going, oh, I hope this terrible thing happens because it would serve them right. I'm like, that is not something... You know, for a quarter million dollars over four years, this is what you're getting a degree in. Hating, you know, Donald Trump.
0: Hating one guy at the sacrifice of a whole state.
1: Because screw them. It doesn't make global warmism anything more than the cult that it is. Exactly. And it makes you a bad person for wishing terrible things on a lot of people that you don't even know. Yeah. Some of whom, and they point this out as well, some of these people might have been Democrats. And you think that they're not going to go to the polls next fall and remember it was the Democrats who were willing to throw them in the ocean oh, in yeah. order to get Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, Florida, theoretically, a battleground state in every presidential I was election. I say
0: that, that state's about half and half. You most know, and
1: West Palm is mostly blue. As, uh, as O.G., as, uh, as Jones Street Posse O.G. Pat Reed pointed out to me, because, you know, he is a Floridian. Yes, he is. As he pointed out to me, you know, West Paul or that area is actually mostly blue. But if you turn 50,000 people, which doesn't sound like that much, 25,000 people from blue to red by being awful to them, that, that could be the whole state yeah, right they could there. could win the state. You know, and then you know, fine. I'm saying, well, you know, you guys may end up being regretting this a lot more than you think you do. This is the same group of people that are openly rooted for a recession. They want, you know, they want you to die, they want you to suffer economically, and they want you to be wiped out by a natural disaster all because they hate one guy that much. That's not a healthy perspective. <laughs> we're
0: we're going to wipe you out with a hurricane while you're broke.
1: Yeah, it's like we want to put you, you know, you're going to be the barrel with the suspenders guy from like the <laughs> old cartoons. It's like you know, and you're gonna live. You're literally gonna be floating in the water because we, at least, we got Trump. But you know, it's a reading from the book of global warming. Yea, verily, even as did the prophet Al Gore proclaim the great green gospel, the people didst continue with their footprints of carbon, and thus didst he unleash a terrible storm upon them, and that terrible storm didst he call hurricane. I mean that's it's <laughs> that's that it. kind of nutty, right? That's I mean, it. It's that kind of nutty. Bernie wants to lift, and and it goes the whole global warming sideshow gets put on on display when they do this, right? You got Bernie Sanders wants to lift sixteen trillion dollars out of your pockets, our pockets, right, to combat something that they. Can't conclusively prove is anything more than a goofy ass theory. No,
0: and I mean, if global warming is a thing, yeah, then then why did Galveston, Texas, in like 1900, get wiped out? Eight thousand people died. It
1: was retroactive global I mean, warming.
0: Yes. I
1: mean, well, I mean, there were hurricanes. Uh, the Columbus encountered a hurricane in, uh, in you know down on the, the, on the ha- in the Haiti the, or yeah, Dominican the, Republic. Right. I'm pretty sure their carbon footprint wasn't that big back no, then. No, not you very. But you know, normally we'd just laugh at crap like this and be right. like, man, this is goofy. You guys are making this crap up, and it sounds weird. It's like Scientology or something. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I mean, and, you know, and and normally we'd just laugh and be like, okay, fine. You're going to have your global warming, and you can go have your little global warming meetings, and you can go to your global warming things and complain mm-hmm. about global warming. But then they start saying, like, AOC is like, we have, to, we have 10 years. We're all going to die, so we need to— you know 100 trillion dollars later because we got to stop farting cows or whatever uh, it's, Well, it starts don't, costing don't, money don't take my stake it starts costing money i know it starts and it's it's not their money they want to take it from you right and be like we're going to combat hur- the next hurricane dorian which we actually want to have happen because we hate trump that much won't happen because we took 16 20 50 trillion dollars out of your pocket like right, and right. that's going to do what I mean, you never and ask when you get a global warmest, and they start preaching his gospel. Ask them, like, okay, let's say I give you sixteen trillion dollars. That's what Bernie wants. Mm-hmm. What will you do with it? And then watch them store. Well, we're going to have the green, green energy and like solar, other green energy, and store the We're going to do stuff with the things. I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, we know what you. And it really, it's it's global warming, is like Scientology. It's Scientology's not asking me for any money. I mean, you guys want to go have your weird little cult, go have it, right? But you know, I mean, if you want to, uh, you know, you want to act like Xenu dropped you into a volcano from a modified 707, fine, yeah. But if you need 15 trillion for me to fund Xenu's space Boeings. No, then that's a problem. That is a and problem. And that's what global warming has become. It's a threat. Right. You know, we want to take from you to stop a thing that we can't even, we can in no way conclusively prove it even exists. Right. I mean, the climate, probably changing. Well, it's but, but not new. The climate has changed in radically in both directions, ra- it has been both much warmer and, and much, much cooler colder. on this that's planet. Right. And I'm pretty sure the dinosaurs weren't out there going, man, we really got to watch this carbon footprint or we're going to be in trouble. We- Yep. Yo, T-Rex, you want to back down a little bit? I mean, just, you know, take it down to about 20 miles an hour, bud. Farting dinosaurs. If you think cow farts are bad. Can you imagine <laughs> what AOC would have been like back then? <laughs> like, we need to we need to stop all the, the farting dinosaurs. Be like, you tell them. <laughs> Yo,
0: step on out there.
1: Good luck with that. All right, so that is, and you know, we had to spend a lot of time on that this morning here at the last pod on the right because we are under hurricane warning of death or whatever. Yeah, no, bud. But seriously, the global warmists have really skidded off the highway here with this. Uh, you're right. Like, and then, you know, it went from their usual nonsense of it is caused by your sport utility vehicle or whatever, fossil fuel. Bernie wants to put him in prison now. He, died. he said that he said that it was like five, six days ago. Right. He wants to put the, the oil company executives in prison. I'm like, for what? Well, because of the damage they're doing to the earth. What damage they're doing to earth? Like a fat lot of good oil was doing in the ground. Right. And, and hey, Bernie. Uh, how many houses wa- do you have? Walk to your next pol- pol- political rally. Or you get like the Hollywood stars. And they, they fly private jet. The thing where they had the go- <laughs> yeah. the Google camp. Or was it in Sicily or something? Yeah.
0: And everybody takes their plane. There was
1: 80-something private <laughs> jets on the tarmac. <laughs> and, and an Obama buys a house on Mar- on an island in the Atlantic Ocean. And I'm sitting there going, okay, you're not fooling anybody. But no. The, that's the thing about cults, though. Because right. the leadership never observes the same rules as the cult members. No. And they get to party. It was like, I mean, we're five seconds away from, you know, Obama and Leonardo DiCaprio hanging, handing out little cups of Kool-Aid to everybody, going, here, just drink this. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. No, It's fine. It's fine. It's Why would you think I put something in the Kool-Aid? Well, yeah. I mean, like, it, it's, it's like Jim Jones level crazy. Like, and now man. instead, but instead of committing suicide.
0: That's right, I mean.
1: It really is like Jim Jones at this point. They're like, you know, except that instead of them dying, they want everybody else to die. Right. I'm like, well, you know, among other things. A a world in which you manage to kill everybody else through or imprison everybody else, which is ultimately what they want. And we've seen them, they're like, we want you to suffer, we want you to be broke, we want you to die, we want you to be in prison because you don't think like us. Mm -hmm. Like, can you imagine America with nothing but global warmists left?
0: here drink a cup of this
1: yeah i'm like you know what screw it give me the kool-aid If if i got to hang out with these guys i'll have a glass of hurricane thank you yeah you know give me i'm talking about the real hurricane punch now give me the good stuff you know with the gasoline in it all right uh also this morning and we got to shift gears here because this actually happened it is not hurricane-esque although it might be for him. Uh, James Comey, former director of the FBI, the IG report is out, and it was a smackdown from a man. It was. Now, he's out there going, oh, I'm totally exonerated. And like, no. Nah. he. Uh, there's a couple of things about this. First of all, I want to read you a couple of lines from this thing, because he's like, oh, I'm totally exonerated by this, and I'm sitting there doing, like, full-on Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah. like, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> nope
0: that one up, please.
1: Quote from the report. I'm reading to you from the IG's report on the whole Comey debacle. By disclosing the contents of Memo 4 through Richmond, that was his buddy, the law law professor. Right, right. That he used as a conduit so he could leak stuff. Uh, By disclosing the contents of Memo 4 through Richmond to the New York Times, New York Times being a left-wing publication Mm -hmm. with a vested interest in damaging Trump. right. All right, through the New York Times, Comey made public sensitive investigative information related to an ongoing FBI investigation. Now normally that's a crime, normally. That's me adding that normally that's a crime. Right. Information he had properly declined to dis- to disclose while still FBI director on his during his testimony to Congress on the 20th of March night uh, 2017. Mhm. So they have him lying. That's a lot. That's a really fancy way of saying lying. But we can't stick him with it. Right? Comey was not authorized to disclose the statements he attributed to President Trump in Memo Four, which Comey viewed as evidence of an alleged attempt to obstruct the Flynn investigation, which were relevant to the ongoing Flynn investigations. They got Comey. uh, First of all, the statements he attributed to Trump are not confirmed. Right. and then he's leaking stuff but he doesn't want to get into direct trouble so what he did is he used his boy Richmond
0: mm-hmm.
1: to leak it so it's like he put a a, a a in law in legal terms they call this a Chinese wall right. I'm not leaking it I mentioned it to this guy but he's my attorney so attorney client privilege protects me. To. But then Richmond leaks it, so I can't do anything. Well, I can't do anything if my lawyer leaks it, but i am he's covered. So they're like, okay, we can't get him, but this is what he did. Right. And it is bad. It is, this is non-good. Right. So that's part one. I want to read you something else here. Comey, and again, I am reading to you from the IG's report. Comey clearly considered the contents of Memo 4 highly sensitive. In fact, as he stated in, in his June eighth two 2017, testimony to Congress, Comey and other senior leaders of the FBI, that's McCabe, that's Strzok, that's Page, right. we know who those guys are. Comey and other senior leaders of the FBI had decided not to report the president's statements to the AG or the deputy AG. They were trying to hide What they thought they had, and I'm going to say probably because they were making it up, from the guys to whom they were supposed to report. So now you have people in the Justice Department, in senior leadership positions, in the FBI, etc., deliberately constructing a wall around relevant information from their own bosses. Including the president of the United States, including the attorney general, including the deputy AG, because they were trying to pull a fast one. Mm-hmm. What kind of fast one were they trying to pull? You might ask.
0: What kind of fast one were they trying to pull? Man? Well, thank you very
1: much. <laughs> well, I, you know, in other countries, when guys do stuff like this, it's sort of coup-esque.
0: Yes, they end up hung.
1: Well, yeah, if you in live in one countries. of the countries like, yeah, in some countries, they put you, you know, you end up in, yeah, in a dumpster out back. So let's see, Decide decided to keep the president's statement very closely held so the FBI leadership could, quote, figure, and this is them quoting from Comey, figure out what to do with it down the road as our investigation progressed. Okay, so now you have Comey and senior FBI leaders with information that they may or may not have invented that they are holding close from their own superiors and the American people for whom they work because they think they might be able to use it later on against the president. Right. Well, again, against use it how? And the answer is... In a coup. I mean, whether or not you want to call it that, I mean, obviously, they're not going to go, we're going to use this stuff later because we're going to ruin his birthday or something. I mean, obviously, the goal is not simply to inconvenience the president. Right. The goal is to eliminate the president, not literally, although, again, we're talking about Democrats here. So they're not, they are not above killing. Right. Uh, but so maybe it would be uh, eliminate the president literally. But rather than continuing to safeguard such evidence, Comey unilaterally, that means by himself and without consulting anybody up the chain of command, unilaterally and without authorization disclosed it to all by using Richmond as a leak, as a conduit to the New York Times. And the New York Times, of course, we know is a spokeshole for the Democrat Party. Right. So he essentially he used he broke the law violated the terms of his employment, violated the standards and ethics to which an FBI director, at a minimum, should to which they should be held, uh, in order to benefit whom? The Democrat Party. By doing what? Well, again, it's not like he did all this crap because he was just t- trying to ruin Trump's Monday morning. Right. I mean, there's obviously a bigger game here. Now I will say this because a lot of people out there going, he was doing this for the Democrats. I, obviously the Democrats would be the most likely beneficiary of such a convoluted plan. But he also played some games with Hillary too. I'm not entirely convinced that Comey didn't figure with his buddies that he could end up putting himself in the, in the driver's seat. Yeah, I can see that. I just or whether or not he actually just said, thought I'm going to end up being the boss. I think he really thought he could play kingmaker here to an extent. where well, you know, it's sort of a J. Edgar Hoover type of thing. He didn't want to be the president, but he's going to have all the dirt. Right. So I'm sort of wondering if maybe this was kind of a J. Edgar Hoover type of move, where you've got a, a, a you know an FBI director who is clearly, clearly violating spirit and letter of every aspect of of what your job as that in that position is supposed to be in order to get Trump and we remember how he reopened the Hillary investigation at the last minute in order to get anybody right so he could what play kingmaker who would he have put in the position though i mean if you're if you're comey and your goal here is to set it up like you're J. Edgar Hoover and you're pulling all the strings. Who the hell ends up in the White House is my question. Right. Because a guy like that, I don't think we can trust him to make a good choice in that regard. <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, make good choices. Not a- and remember, also, in in January of 17, before the inauguration, there was the infamous meeting with Comey and Trump in the White House or at Trump Tower about, you know, the because uh, Trump had not yet taken all of this. Mm-hmm. Trump directly asked Comey, am I under investigation? Comey says, we are not, quote, we are not investigating you, sir. Right. Who's lying?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So he lied to, because at that moment, he was already setting up those guys and his boys at Crossfire Hurricane with their secure video conference. Mm -hmm. So we know. And that was all because of the Steel docu- dossier, et cetera, which has been completely debunked at this point. So Comey was playing both sides against the middle. Everyone's out there going, you know, get the Republicans out there now going, Well, he was after Trump. And I'm like, well, he clearly was. Yeah. And the Democrats are out there saying, you know, they kind of want to lionize him, but then at the same time, because they're willing to forget that he actually ruined Hillary's her hurt Hillary's chances too. Because again, Orange Man Badman overrides everything. Right. So they're they're kind of turning him into a saint here. And I'm like, actually, I think both sides should be looking at this dude going, what was the end game here?
0: Yeah, what were you after?
1: You know, it bothers me a little bit, not just because the obvious, which is you have the FBI, the director of the FBI, doing some crazy J. Edgar. I mean, he was one step away from, you know, dressing in drag. (laughs) I mean, some crazy stuff. But what bothers me here is that I, you know, and I'm going to say, I think he and a couple of his boys at the FBI, the DOJ, Strock, Page, I guess she's a girl, but whatever. You know, these guys, they thought they could be the guys behind the guys long term. Mm-hmm. And they severely overestimated her game. What should bother you the most beyond the obvious, which is that you have what appears to have been an attempt at a bloodless coup
0: right. conducted right. by
1: people at the FBI, uh, is that, uh, and is that they, nobody's going to face any consequences for this. No, nope. Comey is not going to be prosecuted. Comey is not going to do a minute in the big house. I mean, it's not going to happen. None of these guys are going to go. McCabe, McCabe is already working at CNN, Mm -hmm. which, again, should not surprise you, but should call into question the credibility of CNN. But none of these guys are going to face any consequences. None of them. So there is, in fact, and as an American, this should bother you, there is, in fact, a class of people that exist literally publicly beyond the law. And not just the obvious stuff where, like, Hillary Clinton never faces consequences for the games that she plays or, uh, or Bubba or the rest of those guys. Right, I mean, yeah, right. we know, but I'm saying there is a group of people that got pretty damned entrenched in Washington who the whole time were operating not only above the law then, but knowing that they would remain so. And we're not even talking about prominent people. These are the guys that you, these are the smoke-filled room dudes. These are the guys that should worry you, right? At least with Hillary, you can see her coming, mostly because she trips and falls every few steps.
0: <laughs> no, she takes shots. Yeah, gunshots.
1: Yeah, she's well, she's ducking sniper fire. Exactly. But she can't. You know, Hillary can't walk down the street now without collapsing at this point. But you know, at least with them, you know they're coming because they're so just ham fisted. But these guys, they're working in the behind the scenes. Nobody's going to go to prison for this. Nobody will. Nope. McCabe won't. Uh Strock won't. If mean, you got Strock, I mean we know for a fact that Strock was up to some nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about with his girl Lisa. <laughs> Although I uh, think we know what they were up to, they I don't, up to something. The kids don't call that nonsense. But if that's what you want to go with. That's fine. But it, what also bothers me about this, and I'll tell you this, is not just that this happened and that there won't that everybody involved will get away with it. Um, it's that they're bloody clowns, dude. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I'd actually be less bothered by it if these guys weren't complete boobs. I mean, at least, you know, like vaguely competent, you know, it, it, it's, it's embarrassing. America has gotten so fat and happy that our traders are second rate. Yeah, I'm just I mean, it's like these <laughs> guys, if if the Obama DOJ where these guys all got their start and there and th- were taught that you can operate above the law as long as you're anti as long as you're far enough to the left or whatever. Uh, if it was the Three Stooges, then Comey, like, he's not even Joe Besser. <laughs> yeah. And that dude wasn't even a real stooge. No. And if you're not, if you're, and all the women listening to the show just went, I what? don't know, I'm, who was Joe Besser? About? It's a, it's a guy thing. Right. I'm just saying. I mean, why
0: yeah.
1: is Guys know the Stooges. He's not even, he's like a third rate stooge. He's like Joe Dorita. <laughs> and a whole bunch of people just went, who is Joe Dorita? <laughs> Trust me, look him up. He was sort of a stooge. But now, instead of going to prison, McCabe's going to work at CNN. Comey's going to have best-selling books. They're going to do their stand-ups wherever, but not from the big house. And uh, and and meanwhile, the libs are on the left. La- people on the left are out there going, well, these guys are he- these guys are heroes." Right. I'm like, they ruined. They didn't. Ru- they didn't ruin Hillary as much as Hillary ruined herself. But they didn't help her. No. Nah. But they've even forgotten that because it's like we hate Trump and the Republicans so much that we're not when we're not wishing that they would die or or get hit by a hurricane or whatever the hell else we're uh, we're we're willing to look the other way on what Comey did to our girl because it also hurt Trump. Right. I mean, so it demonstrates a lot of it demonstrates more than just that Comey is it was kind of a bad not good at it, but he was a bad guy. Right. But he was a doofus about it. And yeah. it all blew up. Trump is the president. Trump is in all likelihood going to be reelected next fall. And we'll get to that in a minute here as we continue as we get into the second half hour the last pod on the right here at laststopontheright.com reminder social media at @laststopotr on twitter mm-hmm. and uh the last stop on the right has a facebook group is very active and uh we are responsive to it yep. and of course uh with klrn you know all the all the big podcast platforms and a few you probably haven't heard of oh yeah iheart itunes spreaker
0: spreaker, spreaker
1: uh Spotify we're on all of them now. Yep. We we much like a particularly virulent mold. <laughs> we are sp- we're spreading. <laughs> right, speaking of doofuses, I want to move to uh AOC cuz Chiquita Khrushchev is back. She's like a week off from Twitter. I'm going to guess that probably cuz they had to reset after they f- the the crook that was her chief of staff got fired cuz he was up to no good with the campaign finances. Right. Now of course uh uh I think it's become readily apparent that she was not writing her own tweets because the quality has declined precipitously. <laughs> but she's back. She did another one of those. Uh, uh, she's Her thing this week is the electoral college. <sighs> she did another one of those uh, uh, Instagram chats. She was teaching the kiddies how to make mac and cheese while she was talking about how the electoral college is racist, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, if you're sycophants are confused by the, you know, the the complicated science behind boiling water and tearing open an envelope of cheese-esque product. Cheese-esque, yes. And she, you know what? You know she's no good because I watched this thing and she's up there and she's not making Kraft mac and cheese. And this is not an advertisement for Kraft. Kraft wants nothing to do with this podcast. I'm quite sure. Although, if you'd like to, sponsorship availabilities are are open to you now. I but understand. if you're making mac and cheese and you're not making homemade mac and cheese, then you're making craft, right? Right. Because that's the one. Mm-hmm. She's making that that garbage you get in the uh uh the, the organic section. <sighs> it's the same junk, but they put it in the organic section with the box and it's like, oh, it's organic. No GMOs. And I'm like, if it's got cheese powder in it, it ain't that natural. Yeah, no. I'm like, you know, and that to me, that's like the people that are like, oh, I, you know, I don't drink the when they when the people that only buy the vegetables from the organic section. I'm like, oh come on. You're just pandering there. But she's doing this and she's talking about how the electoral college is racist. And it occurs to me as I'm as I'm watching her. And she's not the only one that wants to get rid of the electoral college. Right. This has become a popular theme on the left. And uh and you're like, ooh, magic, she's making mac and cheese. So obviously I should take her thoughts seriously about the Electoral College. Right. But Bernie wants to get rid of it. Elizabeth Warren wants to get they all of it because it's racist or whatever. And we talked about this last week, that their, their goal is to eliminate the ability of people who do not live in a very small segment of coastal areas. Basically, New York City from about Bergen County, New Jersey to Boston and then the West Coast from Seattle down to uh, just before San Diego. Right. That would be all you would have to do to win if we just went to a straight popular vote. That is the reason the Electoral College exists. Right. is so that the people who grow the organic food that she cooks in, on her Instagram right. nonsense would have a voice. And the guy picking that potato yeah. in, in Idaho yeah, has you, a voice. You're, you're right. You, wherever. Really? You know, the guy's growing the corn in, uh, in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And they'll go out there and pander to them. But then when it comes to getting rid of the Electoral College, they're getting rid of... Let me tell you something, kids. If you are a Democrat and you were listening to the last pod on the right in, I'm going to say, we'll say Iowa, because they're just crazy with the corn in Iowa. Okay, that's the, that's their thing. Yep. Okay, they're saying to you, we they're going to come to you before the Iowa caucuses next year. And they're going to say that, oh, we need to look, we're going to continue to fund ethanol. We're going to continue to do all the stuff that we all say to you every four years we come out to Iowa because we want you to vote for us in the caucuses. But if they get rid of the electoral college, they won't have to come see you anymore.
0: They never will. And they won't. You're right.
1: And they will not come to see you anymore because they won't care. Nope meanwhile they're trying to flood the districts that they do have control over with more votes illegal aliens they want to give them a the they want to give the vote to illegal aliens whom they are importing into California and New York or wherever else they can they're trying to turn Texas blue the same way right uh, they want to, they want to give the vote to illegal aliens terrorists okay convicted murderers but then you as as a, a voter in as I mentioned Iowa would be your vote would be nullified because, you know, the guy from Al Qaeda who's sitting in the in the federal lockup in, in outside Colorado Springs, his vote negates yours. Yep. You know, Paco, Taco Ibrito who snuck across the border from El Salvador, <laughs> when they're not MS 13 ing it. You know, when they're not at we just had another one in, in, in Maryland, they're not gang raping fifteen year old girls. Right. Uh, or MS thirteen guys up in Long Island now. When they're not doing that, they're gonna be voting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is what they're planning for you. And AOC out there and, you know, the rest of them say, we'd get rid of the Electoral College because it's racist. Right. And her proof of that is because she drove somewhere out in the Midwest and there was no people around for a while. I'm like, yeah, that's because we have the, that's where they grow the food. It's
0: called farmland.
1: Dumbass. I mean, she's just so stupid. She's stupid. Right, you know, for a while I was like, is "This is some game she's playing." Now she's stupid. I will say this though: not all of Galceta are dumb. Ilhan Omar is not dumb. Now that is a twisted and evil woman. Right, and she had a worse week than AOC did. <laughs> she did. Yep. So it turns out that uh, this, I, what's this guy? The the lobbyist of Washington, married. Right. He's getting divorced. It's gonna be a big. It's gonna be a big show. And guess who the other woman is? It's, her. it's Ilhan Omar. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's Ilhan Omar is the other woman, and she. Uh, it turns out she steered a couple hundred thousand in campaign donations to this dude's consulting firm while they were getting that down on the get down. <laughs> and I'm like, really? You? I mean, give her credit. It's. It's. I mean, hey, you know, we've come a long way, baby. I love the equality message. It's Like now, it's the girls that are paying for it, right? So you know, yay. But. <laughs> <laughs> But on the other side of it, I mean, that like her situation needed to get worse. Um, she, at the same time, while that's going on, of course, she's still doing the thing where, so we're going to look back through this woman's. It, I had to stop right there and say, wait a minute, we're going to go back through this woman's romantic history. So she was married potentially to her own brother exactly. to skirt immigration law. She may have been married to two different dudes, only one of whom to whom she was related at the time, at the same time. And then she was and Duty McDuterson from the uh, from the consulting firm. He's married, and she's funneling cash to him as what, like booty call payments? Is that like the political version of leaving a twenty on the dresser? Or hush hush. Yeah, hush hush. <laughs> uh, and then at the same time, she's out there. She said this week, I guess, to try and distract us from the fact that she's really in deep here. She wants the U.N. to take over control of the U.S. border with Mexico. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Don't even go any farther than that. Because I saw people all over social media going, I cannot believe this is outrageous. This is a usurpation of sovereignty, et cetera, so on and so forth. And I'm like, hey, just stop right there. The moment a member of the U.S. House of Representatives says the United Nations, or anybody, says the United Nations should take over control of the United States border with Mexico, as far as I'm concerned, they're out. I'm not yeah. even gonna, we're not even going to have this discussion with them like no, you I, no longer get to be a part of the conversation no, you shouldn't be yeah just I mean yeah we're, we're gonna let the blue helmets come in and take over our business that's not hail to the no no, no. hail to the no so she had a weird week she wasn't the only one uh, we and just got to say this real quickly about the whole Gal squad, the, the the Jihad squad. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed how poorly these women, these are supposed to be the next level, right? This is the face of the Democrat Party's future. Have you noticed how poorly these women fare under scrutiny? <laughs> Not
0: very well.
1: Well, it's like I'm serious about this. They seek it out like they're like Jv Kardashians. Like they want your attention. <laughs> they want and they'll do stupid crap to yes, get it. Yes, they will. And then when they get it, it's immediately like, okay, we'll take a look. Scandal. Or something so mind-numbingly stupid that it's like... And then, of course, oh, you're racist for bringing that up. You know, AOC with her Green New Deal, which is just garbage. Mm -hmm. Or Ilhan Omar with the boyfriend. Right. Not the brusband. The other husband.
0: (laughs) I like that brusband.
1: I can't take credit for that. That's been floating around. But, you know, the moment they get under scrutiny, they wilt. And then it's just, you know... Oh, and then you're a racist for bringing that up. You're only bringing it up because you're a misogynist or whatever. And then we go back to the other one, and then something else dumb happens. Right. Let the circle be unbroken. (laughs)
0: Because, holy
1: crap, this is dumb. They're not the only ones that have bad weeks, though. My man Joe Biden. Still the leader. Huh. Still the leader in the clubhouse for the Democrats. As we head toward 2020, I will maintain, just in case anyone's curious, I will maintain, I still say that it's going to be Elizabeth Warren. Because I don't even think. Not only do I not think Joe really wants it that badly, I'm not sure Joe even knows where the hell he is at this point.
0: (laughs) Doesn't know what he's doing.
1: I mean, we had the whole story about the guy, you know, he had um, the dude that won the Medal of Honor for going back to get his buddy, and Joe went to Afghanistan or whatever to meet with him, and, you know, all this amazing stuff, and none of it happened. Even the Washington Post is like, yeah, he's just making his. This is Hillary dodging sniper fire in Serbia type Mm -hmm. stupid. So he's just. I'm not convinced, you know, I'm not convinced that, uh, uh, you know, because the Post, I mean, the Washington Post says, you know, dude, none of this crap happened. This is Brian Williams here. I mean, you're just making it up. Go. I'm not convinced that, and keep in mind, to be fair, Joe Biden is not exactly unfamiliar with plagiarism. Yeah.
0: <clears throat>
1: but I am not convinced that uh, that he knows that... Uh, you know, that this isn't true. I'm wondering if he's just getting the stories that he heard confused with things that happened. You know, that happens sometimes. Oh, yeah. I'm not one. I'm not... I've said this before. I don't think Joe Biden is the villain that others... I Of all of these people, actually... I think if you met Joe Biden on the street, it probably wouldn't be that awful an experience.
0: No, probably he's not.
1: not. He's not mean, you know, you, Hillary Clinton just hates everybody. Right. I don't think Joe Biden does, but I'm not entirely convinced that Biden is 100%. You know, I don't think all the dogs are barking upstairs. <laughs> I think it may be, you know, it's, uh, I mean, he was confusing. He's in New Hampshire confusing New Hampshire with Vermont. Right. People in New Hampshire actually take that seriously. They do not want to be confused with those idiots to the west of them. Right. I mean, Ben and Jerry's land is is stupid. <laughs> it's like they've got good skiing and good ice cream and nothing else. Right. So people in New Hampshire, and he's in New Hampshire going, Oh, yeah, it's great to be here in Vermont. I'm like, no, you're not in Vermont. But I don't know if Joe knows. I'm not saying that as a as a like, you know, he's evil or whatever. I'm not a hundred percent sure that Joe isn't, you know, like if they're not just going up there going, you know, yeah, you crossed the Delaware, Joe, but that wasn't you, that was George Washington. <laughs> yeah. You know, you didn't cross it at the same time. <laughs> you know, because he's like, I remember being with George Washington, crossing the Delaware. No. You cross the Delaware on the George Washington Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice, Joe. Go with the man in the coat now. You yes. know, putting it five, Joe. Oh, I love putting. You know, I'm not sure if that's not where we are with Joe <laughs> Biden at this point, which gives you an idea how weak this field is.
0: Oh, that's very true. It
1: got smaller this week. I can't remember which one dropped out, but another one dropped. Oh, Kiki. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah Gillibrand yeah, yeah. is out. Yep.
1: Um, she's out and I know Phil Hockenbooper or whatever his name is. The guy from Colorado who's now running for Senate again, you good luck, buddy, whatever. I can't remember your name, dude. Nuke boy Swalwell is out. I think one or two. It's, you know, I'm like Bob Euchre in major league with these guys. I'm like ah, the hell hell that. I can't find it. Right. I don't right. I know, who these people are. So their, their field got smaller. Uh, a couple of quick side notes that you, I wanted to do. You can't say that I'm here. <laughs> I don't know, who gives a crap? Nobody's listening. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> a couple of quick side notes, and you mentioned that we wanted to get to if we run out of time here, and we do have to talk about some of the foosball because it's this week, baby. It's weird. Well, they're yeah. underway. Yeah,
0: in college. College is underway. They're
1: underway. We're going to get into that just in a minute here. Uh, Johnny Isaacson is stepping down as senator from Georgia. Right. They are going to have a special election to replace him which could, you want to talk about a perfect storm. Oh, stupid.
0: <laughs>
1: Stacey Abrams is already on the top of the list of people, the Democrats, that, the people that, Democrats that people think will run. Right. John Ossoff is also on that list. I want there to be a woke off. I hope Stacey Abrams and John Ossoff try to outwoke each other. <laughs> because they're, they're both just morons. Wow. But my question was, does she have to step down as fake governor to be an actual senator can she do both those jobs that's a
0: good question
1: i you know i mean will so she have to resign her position as not actually the governor to run for senate will she have to go out and get the fake votes again or well I, it's another thing with her is she's still out there doing her thing where she's out there saying i'm going to protect the vote and the popular vote matters i'm like well you lost the popular vote and georgia didn't accept it so
0: right
1: i, I don't think you're that interested in it sweetheart but I mean, she's an embarrassment. She's such a goofball. Yep. But uh, there, she and and Ossoff probably split split that Hollywood vote right down the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, because now we're gonna have, you know, Sam from Who's the Boss will be knocking on your door. But like, which candidate is she here for? Because remember, she did came in for like for both of them. Right. Or, like, we'll have, a, it's all fun and games until, you know, Alyssa Milano or Will Ferrell are standing on your doorstep arguing with each other over which of the candidates is more woke. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just going to close the door. You guys have fun. Or, like, Oprah will come in and try and buy it for somebody again. Right, right. But we talked about that last week.
0: I, t- I heard, y'all.
1: That, uh, well, it, I'm not going to bring up the presidential thing, although I think that's a, he made a good point. But moreover, that Oprah tried to buy Stacey Abrams, the governor's mansion oh, yeah. in Georgia, and it didn't work. Now you got Stacey Abrams potentially coming back to run for Senate, and I'm like, you didn't get, you pulled out all the stops that liberals know how to pull out, and that's the important point is that that's these are the stops they know how to pull out. It didn't occur to her to actually come to the people of Georgia and come up with some decent ideas. Right. It was she just tried to rich slap us without a state money. Ossoff did the same thing. Like, oh man, he raised so much. Look at look at Robert Francis O'Rourke and uh, coming out of Texas trying to run for president. Mm-hmm. He, ne- he didn't do diddly. For, there was no effort to communicate with the people of Texas. He just tried to rip. He tried to rich slap his way into out-of-state money into their Senate seat. Right. It didn't work. And he's trying to do the same thing with the presidency, which, again, that's what they know how to do. They figure, well, I raise a crap ton of money from people in Holly. I get famous people to come say, vote for me. I don't understand why I can't win.
0: Has, has Abrams ever actually won an election?
1: Uh, yeah. She she was a state rep.
0: Oh, that's true. She You're was right. a state You're rep. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah, but nothing that this, nothing bigger than that. Right. And she's never going to unless no. they cheat. Uh, one other, one or two other quick notes. I wanted to. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. Dave Chappelle, the comedian, has a new special out. <laughs> yes, he does. And people are going bananas over this <laughs> because he just absolutely blasts the PC crowd. I haven't seen it yet, not because I object to Dave Chappelle, because I think he's is. hilarious. I'm just, I'm not a stand up comedy guy I like to watch it on TV. You just sit there and you're watching somebody talk to you. Right. I get bored. Right. But, you know, I have no personal, but apparently this thing, people are going bananas. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, man, forget about him tweaking the woke brigade's nose. Take a look at how they are reacting to a black man who <laughs> isn't pulling the plow in the fields the way they expected. R- right.
0: Right. I mean, that's uh, I've heard. It's comedy. I've
1: heard most politically incorrect comedy ever. But it's comedy. It's I, supposed to be played. It's yeah. not. I mean, you think about the great ones, right? Like like Richard Pryor, Red Fox, or Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, you may not like Andrew Dice Clay. I think he it, but you know, he's the first guy ever to sell out Madison Square Garden. That's true. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Andy Kaufman, Mel Brooks, who's probably the funniest human being that has ever lived, mm-hmm. or he's one of them. Can you imagine what their acts would have been like if they'd been like, you know, before we air this, have we stopped to consider whether or not we're going to hurt anybody's feelings? (laughs) Yeah. That's comedy. The fact that they're doing this demonstrates that they, A, have no sense of humor. Of course, they think people like Amy Schumer are funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, or or Sarah Silverman. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's like, I'm going to talk about my vagina for the next half hour, and you guys are going to laugh, or I'm going to pitch a fit. And Amy Schumer's done that. She pitched a fit on stage because people weren't laughing at her stuff. Right. I'm like, this is why you're not in that co- you're you're not in the conversation with these guys mm-hmm. because they don't care. They're here to tell jokes, not not assuage your delicate sensibilities. Right. But I find it fascinating that Dave Chappelle, who is uh I mean, and there's nothing political about the guy at all. He's gonna anybody. There is nobody of any political persuasion that if Dave Chappelle didn't think he could rip a bit off them, he wouldn't do it. No,
0: nobody's safe.
1: But they're hammering him because it's not PC. Right. And I'm like, hey, look, look what happened. Hey, black people, look what happens when you step off that plantation. They they get pissed. Because, you know, he's it's not good enough. Right. You're not allowed to make fun of the people that we don't want you to make fun of. And if you do, man, your race will not cover you. Right. And I, I find that fascinating just because, again, can you imagine what, I mean, Mel Brooks and I'll say Richard Pryor. If they had actually stopped to think, I mean, can you imagine if Mel Brooks had said, Before we film Blazing Saddles, <laughs> should we consider what, you know, delicate little woke flowers 50 years from now will think of this movie? Right. Hell yeah. no. Right. And it it's one of the funniest movies ever made. Right. I mean, Richard Pryor's stand up stuff before he set himself on fire <laughs> was some of the funniest. Those were his stuff with Gene Wilder. Oh yeah, yeah it's great. Those are some of the funniest movies ever made. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you if you've ever seen Richard Pryor stand up, I can promise you he was not stopping to spare anybody's feelings.
0: No. I mean, hey, I'll give you another example. Uh, and we were just talking about it the other day. Smokey and the Bandit.
1: Yeah, you couldn't Jack- do Jack- that.
0: Jackie Gleason looking at the black sheriff and saying, hey, boy, mm-hmm. that sh- that's part that stuff's not going to fly. Yeah, nowadays. but
1: even though at the time it was, I mean, you remember Mel Brooks in Blazing Saddles specifically. The thing with the cross burning. Can you imagine getting Cleavon Little to dress up like a Klansman in 2019? Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: But they were, because people don't have enough of a sense of humor to recognize that what Mel Brooks was doing is poking fun at people like the Klan. right? You know, they're all out there, oh, white supremacy, it's all over the place. Like, no, it's not. you ever actually met a white supremacist? I'm mean, putting aside the comedy for a minute. Have you ever actually met a white supremacist? No. I can't. I was thinking about this the other day because it's a thing that they complain about. I, for the life of me, have no recollection of ever encountering a Klansman or a white supremacist that I was aware of. They talk about these guys like they're all over the place. Right. I'm like, nah, I don't think so. And plus, we make fun of them because they're not heads. (laughs) I mean, have you ever seen what these clan guys look like? You really think there's that many of those guys? There's not. I ain't got more (laughs) teeth. Well, yeah. I mean, you're like, you're putting on the, you know, you have to have your meetings on Sunday night because, you know, Monday's laundry day or whatever. (laughs) Uh, They're retards. All right. I want to get away from all that crap. And uh, the only other thing I had was that Lawrence O'Donnell and MSNBC ran a fake story about Trump's taxes in Deutsche Bank, got caught, and speaking of not facing any consequences, he will not be facing any cons- consequences. Right. That happened on what Wednesday, Tuesday. Yep. That it, but it's MSNBC and again because it's it was anti-trump even though they made it up it got all over social media as usual there are still liberals out there pretending to think that all that crap was real right you know you tweet it out it's it's the old New York Times style you know the wrong informations on page one the corrections on page 32 b <laughs>
0: Yeah. In and, the bottom left hand
1: corner. No consequences. All right. Uh we only got a couple minutes left. I want to do some football, because it's football season. It Kids, football if you season. do not like football, uh, you are gonna hate the final few moments of the last pot on the right until February. You're right. Um, and I gotta say the hog, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, the hog who is a packer backer, he's waiting for you, mm-hmm. Buster. Well, you guys next week. Uh, but I asked Patrick last week, I'm gonna ask you the same question real quick. Super Bowl next, you know, after New Year's. Right now, if you had to guess, who's going to be playing? And if you say the Patriots, I'm going to throw something at you.
0: <laughs> okay, I won't say the Patriots. I'm literally holding. I, so. see, I will I throw see something the TV at you. remote. Um, uh, uh, how about uh, how about uh, Chiefs Rams?
1: That I don't think. I don't think that's a terrible call. I don't think that. I'm going to say this though. Look out for this. Watch out for the Cleveland Browns.
0: They, I do think they if will Baker make it. Baker
1: Mayfield can keep it together this year, and also the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson may be about to have a really great season. You're right. Uh, other than that, college national champions. You watched the Clemson game last night. You think it's going to be?
0: I mean, you know. You got to love
1: when Trevor Lawrence is having kind of an off night and they have Travis Etienne's like, well, that's okay. I'll just run for 200 yards and nine touchdowns.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'll still beat Georgia Tech by
1: the curvature of the yep, earth. Yep. Uh, the big game for me, of course, Notre Dame and Georgia, because I'm a Notre Dame guy. You're a Bulldog guy. I am a That's Bulldog That's coming guy. up in a couple of weeks.
0: And may I mention that Patrick is a Bulldog guy. He, yes, is, he, the is. Bulldog he is the ultimate Bulldog guy. He is the
1: ultimate Bulldog guy. For you, wherever you are, whatever team you're rooting for, it is football season. We love football. So you are always welcome. Come on, visit us on social media, on Twitter, at Last Stop OTR. On Facebook, Last Stop on the Right has a Facebook group. We, uh, You can come out of nowhere with football talking. We will talk to you. We will. We love the foosball, even though it beat a dibble. It beat a dibble. Even though it beat a dibble. Uh, other than that, I want to remind everybody to check out the rest of the great programming on KLRN. That is America's podcast network. Uh, Rick and the gang over there have some very, very good shows. Vastly superior to this dumpster fire. And uh, we would like to entreat you to go visit them. And support KLRN. As we grow, we will remember you when we get to the top of the mountain. We'll be like, hey, you were a listener back then. So we're going to show you some love right (laughs) about now. Yeah, we will. Yeah, when we put ourselves in positions like Comey tried to put himself in. world domination. Not going to happen, but we're, do check out not, the rest of us. We're not the afraid guys.
0: to leak anything.
1: And don't forget to check us out on our website and that is laststopontheright.com. There's a link right at the top of the page on the left there. It's just the Last Pod Insta Player. Yep. You click play, you click download and you can have your last pod out go for it within, all day within seconds. Anywhere you go, yep. you can take it with you. We are portable. We may not be good, but we are portable. <laughs> We make up for the lack of quality with, uh, you know, portability. It's something. (laughs) But to all of you, we're glad to have had you here this morning with us on the last pod on the right. Again, Twitter, at Last Stop OTR. Last Stop on the right has a Facebook group. It is active, open, and we love to talk to you. Don't forget to check out all the great programming on KLRN, America's Podcast Network, and all of your major and some minor podcast platforms. I'm Ben Crystal.
0: I'm Andrew Dice Clay. Hey!
1: Oh was that god. not good? That was terrible. Okay. That would you spent? How long have you sat a, on that? Not, like about thirty seconds. <laughs> hey, that was that was. If that was Andrew Dice Clay. Oh god, we need to worry about it. stop. Okay, stop I'll right stop now. Right there. This has been the last pod on the right. We out.